Sigrid Carr's runner uh, that she was riding in the first to scratch, so she's out of the way, but she's in the studio. <laughs> I've always wanted to talk to Sigrid Carr because I love the name Sigrid for a start, and I'm fascinated by her riding and, and training career as well. So she's such a busy lady, and she's found a bit of time for us. Uh, yeah, you're kind of to us mainlanders, you're one of the most identifiable names in Tasmania, and a big day today, so, and a beautiful day today. So it's Gorgeous, yeah, lots to it? look forward to, isn't there, Sigrid? Yes, yes, very excited about the day. So you ride one, lead one, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, yeah, re- really enjoying it down here. Um, it's obviously an easier place to have a dual licence down here in Tasmania. Uh, if you were in Victoria, it's obviously a lot harder, but racing once a week makes it easy for me. I was going to say, how do you do that juggle? Because um, you just told us off there that you've got about 50 or 60 on the books, 50 or 60 horses, which means you're very busy from a training perspective. Yeah, like I said, it's manageable down here in Tassie because basically it's very rare that we race more than once a week, so I can have those two jobs quite nicely. Um, Trainer for six days of the week and jockey for one, so um, I'm really lucky to have got fantastic staff that help help along the way and... um, yeah, my foreman basically takes my job on race day. Yeah, I was going to ask how you juggle that role. Uh, Raymond Carr's your dad. Um, Stapes, when we were going to try and grab you down in Hobart, I got a little bit of a debrief about you. And I grew, um, grew up in Hobart, yeah? Yes. And I think you used to ride your ponies, and it all started from the, the usual sort of story of ponies leading uh, leading to uh, jock riding and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, so I actually grew up on the Elwick Racecourse. Yeah, so yeah. our house was there, Dad trained from there, and... Mm. Um, yeah, we used to burn around on the ponies on the track, whether we were allowed or not at that time. I'm not quite sure. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we uh, yeah, lucky enough to grow up with horses in you my blood. You were never really going to do anything else, were you? No, definitely no. not. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> what do you prefer more, the riding or the training? Oh, look, I can't split it. I love both so much. Um, if I didn't, I wouldn't do it. But um, I guess training's what I always wanted to do. I left being a jockey till late in life because I didn't really want to be a jockey. Um, always wanted to be a trainer, follow Dad's footsteps and um, then I never grew and sort of watched Dad and he used to always say, oh, there's no money in training, lots of money in being a jockey, so I thought, might as well give it a go. So at 22, I actually decided to Yeah, to very late in life, wasn't it? Y- yeah, yeah. 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 And I suppose it's probably a little bit more common now, but back then, obviously, I was a mature age apprentice. Hey, you're not going to spoil the party for the inevitable today on Swoop Dog, are you? Oh, look, the inevitable's been fantastic to me. Um, (laughs) So I would hate to do that, but by all means, um, I'd take the win any day of the week. Um, Swoop Dog's been fantastic, this prep. Just tell us, because you you have played a role in the inevitable story. Uh, Perez had that bad injury. So tell us about at what point you were involved in the story of the inevitable. Uh, So at his second start, I picked him up here in a maiden. Um, Scotty told me he's got a really nice little horse he thinks I'd suit. Jumped on him. I think I won five straight. Um, we won all the feature three-year-olds yep. down here, and then we headed over the water. I was very nervous. We went to Flemington in the CS Hayes. I told Scotty I'd go and strap him. He told me I'm riding him, um, and, well, the rest there is history. He, he won so well, and it was just such a good thing for me to be able to put on my CV. Like, to ride a winner at Flemington, let alone a Group 3, was just amazing. I never, ever thought I'd be in those shoes. <laughs> it's rubber-the-green stuff in racing, but he... Obviously, there's part of you that'd be thinking, I'd love to be still riding the inevitable. Oh, yes, yes, definitely. I um, don't worry, when he was first coming back to the trials, I was straight around there putting my helmet on and hoping I was jumping aboard. <laughs> and, and Scotty actually said, nah, not today, Sig. And, um, 
But look, David's there every day of the week. He, yep. he works his guts out down there at Scotty's, and I'm so pleased to see him getting the rewards for it. Great. Have you got a winner today? Um, well, just on Swoop Dog, is there any chink in the Inevitable's armour for you to, to maybe, you know the horse so well, that's a strength for you today. Um, is there any weakness in the Inevitable that you can expose on Swoop Dog today, or is it just inevitable oh, that he'll win? Oh, I don't think the Inevitable's got a weakness. Um, <laughs> I think the only thing I've got in my hand is that my fella's just so rock-hard fit. Not that the Inevitable's not, but he's coming back from 2,400. He gets the visors on. And he's no slouch. He, mm. He's a good galloper, and he's probably better suited between the 18 and the mile. We're sort of questionable whether he actually stays. So pleased to see him back to the mile today, and, and I think he should run well. What about Super Swoop in the Cup? Yeah, he's a, an out-and-out stayer. Um, so he's in the right type of race. He gets him well at the weights. He's won his last two. He trialled enormous um, last Wednesday, or Thursday it might have been, at um, Logford. He had the visors applied there too, and I thought his trial was really sound. So he's going in it in good form, and, um, yeah, I think he'll run well. Great. I see there's a, a couple of races today where um, you're not actually riding your horses. Why is that? Um, so Troy is my fiance, and he works alongside me, and oh. Troy doesn't get paid. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got to share the rides and to be quite honest I think he's probably on my better three chances today I think Rudy Palali will be extremely hard to beat in the second race um, I, oh, hang on she said extremely oh, I'll, again. <laughs> I'll just rephrase that might be hard to beat <laughs> that's good enough for me too <laughs> um, and then we've got Coronation Keith who's one of our better horses he drops back from 1400 he gets a freshen up into the uh, Royal Rambo, back down in weight. He's been carrying 60 kilos and, and winning well. He actually holds the record at uh, Hobart. They they said that the inevitable broke it the other day, but I think he didn't. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so he should run well. And um, Sistine was a, a game second last start in a similar race. Uh Siggy, so good to meet you. Uh, you've got a huge day. Really appreciate you taking some time out for us uh, on what's going to be a, a wonderful uh, day today. And uh, you're just doing amazing things uh, with the dual licence and racking up winner after winner down here. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm wrapped to meet you. I've been a massive fan for a long time, so I'm glad to finally uh, say good day. Thanks for having me. And and was it Sigrid Thornton that Matt's got a oh, bit of a man crush uh, on? If uh, I ever had a daughter, it was on my short list of names. Sigrid was one well, of the names. Because I love the Siggy, the short nick to Siggy. So. <laughs> and then you can have a Siggy. And, yeah, you know. <laughs> I don't worry about that all through school. <laughs> uh, well, good on you, Sigrid. Uh, good luck today. Cheers. Thank good on you. you.